And now, presenting the Star of the Show podcast with your host, Delaney Swift. All right, let's address the elephant in the room, shall we? Am I Taylor Swift's cousin or not? Well, why don't we start by telling the story? I've been called a clout chaser. I've been called disgusting. I've been called just about it all in the last couple of weeks. All from a simple, sarcastic TikTok video. But it doesn't start there. This bit has been going on since probably college times. So if you want to know where this all originated, when Taylor Swift started to be on the rise, our family gravitated towards her more because we share the same last name, we share lineage, we share family history, nod, nod, wink, wink. So whenever her first album came out, my parents, I remember listening to her first album in my kitchen, in my living room with both of my parents. And my dad did not like many musical artists that I listened to. I think he just like wanted to listen to his music at all times. But like Taylor Swift was one that if I put it on at any given point, he was like so thrilled to have her playing on our speakers. And I don't know if anyone will recall this, the true crazy Swifties out there will probably remember this, but when 1989 came out, she went to Target to pick up the CD with her dad. She took a selfie with her dad with the CD, holding it up, and then my dad took me to go get the same CD and took the same type of selfie, and I put a picture up of both of the photos side by side, And I just remember that being such an iconic moment. And I'm so glad that he and I did that because I just feel like that was like a special memory, such a very, like a simple moment, but a really special memory. Anyways, the bit carries on. We're related. We're cousins. I get to college. So I joined a sorority in college and after recruitment, we got paired with a gosh, what were they called? Like a heart cis, I think it was called. Like before you got your big or your, yeah, you got assigned a big, you had a heart cis that like basically helped bring you into the sorority, make you feel comfortable, like your go-to person for any of like the new pledges. So my heart cis and I, well, each pledge had to go around and I don't know why I keep saying pledge. Like I don't think that's what they call them. I think it's like new new members is what they call them. Anyways, new member, each new member of the sorority on like bid day had to go around the room and say their name and like a fun fact, maybe where they're from, something like that. And my heart sis was like, it will be so funny. Like we need to tell everyone that you're Taylor Swift's cousin. Like everyone's going to freak the heck out. So I was like, okay, you can tell them whatever you want to tell them. So she stands up, introduces me, tells her my fun fact that I'm Taylor Swift's cousin, and we just kind of let it go. Meanwhile, the whole sorority is freaking out. And this is in 2013, by the way. So this is 10 years ago. Holy cow, that's crazy to say out loud. So this is 10 years ago, 2013, my freshman year of college. 
the whole sorority is like freaking out. And this just goes to show you how impactful she is of a person. And like she has and always been, has been, or she is and always has been like such a mega star. And it's just crazy because she still is such a mega star. And she's been able to like maintain her relevance and elevate it in such a true organic way. Anyways, I digress. So everyone freaks out is posting on Twitter. Like they're like tweeting it out. They're posting it on Instagram. I don't know if we even had Instagram stories at that point, but they're blasting it out on social media. So anywho, everyone for the course of four years just goes along with the knowledge of thinking that Taylor Swift is my cousin. People in my sorority and out of my sorority would come up to me saying, oh my gosh, so you're Taylor Swift's cousin, blah, blah, blah. We saw this tweet, yada, yada, yada. And for the entirety of college, we kept the bit going. And now even still, if I ever post anything about Taylor Swift or anything related to the matter or my last name being Swift, someone, at least someone from my sorority comments Remember when you told the whole sorority that you were Taylor Swift's cousin, which is one of my favorite things. Like I cherish that we all share that memory. And it's funny because I don't even think I'm the one who like verbally, vocally said it. So I can blame my heart sis for that one, but it's my favorite bit of all time. Now, you're probably wondering why this episode is titled what it is. So this was about two weeks ago now, roughly. I believe it was like two weeks tomorrow to the day. So last week I posted a video because if you're not aware and you're living under a rock, Miss Taylor, Miss Swift has been spotted, quote unquote, dating Travis Kelsey, NFL star Travis Kelsey. So. I posted a video about two weeks ago stating that as Taylor Swift's cousin, this is my honest opinion about Travis Kelsey and her relationship. And basically, the worst thing I said was, I'm not sure this will last. And here's why. And basically, I just said, she's living her best life. It seems like she's just having fun. And enjoying being like free and being single. Because think about it. She broke up with Joe Alwyn like earlier this year. It hasn't been that long. I don't even think it's been six months. I think it was honestly right before I went to the Eras tour. So what is that? Yeah, like around April time, around springtime, right? So it's been like six months. It's still pretty new, pretty fresh. So think about where you are in a breakup. When you are fresh out of a breakup, The first like month or two is, I think, absolutely brutal, especially the first month or few weeks after the breakup. I can't even imagine what she was going through being on tour and having to show up on stage every night and perform for everyone and put a smile on her face. Like, what was she doing behind the scenes? Was she crying? Was she upset? Was she already completely emotionally done with this relationship that it was just a relief? I don't know. Either way, I think the first month or two of the relationship, like out of the relationship is very fresh. So you're still going through a lot. You're in the beginning. You're not really like looking for 
dating other people. You're kind of just being around your friends, crying to your family and doing things for you just to get through, right? Typically. Now, after the first month or two, you're probably starting to feel like, okay, I'm getting a little bit of my mojo back. I'm going to do some things for me, do some fun things. Maybe go to dinner with my friends, which we've seen her her and Sophie Turner going to dinner. She's been hanging out with Blake Lively, um, Selena Gomez, like just hang out with her girl gang, right? And as she should, leaning on her girl gang. That's the absolute best thing to do after you're, you know, after you've been through a breakup. So she's hanging out with her girl gang, whatever. And at the end of July, 2023, Travis Kelsey attends the era's tour, right? So this is May, June, July, like three or almost four months. I, I don't know exactly when her and Joe broke up, but I'm, I believe it was around April. Let me fact check this. Okay, I'm right. It was April. And that is a hefty breakup. They were together for six years. Anyways. Okay, so Travis Kelsey attends the Eras Tour on July 26, 2023. And he reveals that he actually tried to give her a friendship bracelet with his phone number on it and failed. He failed to meet her after the show. She wouldn't let anyone come backstage and, like, meet anyone so he was super disappointed. He wanted to be able to meet her, give her his number, and we all know how that played out. So then he's talking about it on his podcast, New Heights, with his brother Jason Kelsey, who is also an NFL player. If you don't know anything about sports, he plays. Jason plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, and Travis plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. And fun, fun fact, both of them played for University of Cincinnati in college, which... I'm from Ohio, and Daniel's my boyfriend. His favorite team, like college team, probably is UC. He just like loves, like lives, eats, breathes any team in Cincinnati. So next on the timeline, ESPN around September. So like the start of football season happens, right? Taylor is winding down, ending the tour in the U.S. The Aerosmith in the U.S. She has a break, a few months break before she has to do her international tour. And then around football season starting up, you know, he's talking about Taylor on his podcast, making references. Then the ESPN at the beginning of the season makes references to Taylor Swift in Travis Kelsey's report and like drops all of these like song titles in his report. They said, clearly Travis Kelsey at this point in time is trying to shake it off and get back out there. He knows how much he's needed and that he's the man. It was a little bit of a cruel summer for Travis Kelsey with that knee injury, but he can see the daylight, Kevin. He continued, I don't know why I read that part. He looks like he's ready for it, and Travis Kelsey is now tracking to play on Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville, what did I just say? Despite the fact that he was just limited today. Okay, so anyways, that's in the beginning of September, middle of September, then... Travis Kelsey plays coy about it. And then all of a sudden, we see, wait for it, Taylor Swift shows up at a Chiefs game. And this was on September 24th, 2023. Okay, so this makes like crazy news. She shows up with her red jacket, her red lip. She looks so happy. She's having the best time. She's drinking a mysterious red drink that looks like a vodka cranberry, which makes me want to hurl thinking about all the vodka cranberries I've 
drinking in my life, drank in my life. So everyone's talking about it, right? Like this is the news of the century. People are so excited. It's like everyone's dreams have come true. All of her early songs are just coming to life. People are making big news about this. All right. So I, as a joke, put up a video about being Taylor Swift's cousin and my honest opinions on the matter. Now, bringing it back to the timeline, I think that Taylor was at the point in her breakup, in her healing, where she was just hearing these comments about Travis Kelsey having a crush on her, making attempts to date her, take her on a date, get her number, give give her his number. And I think she was just like, you know what? Might as well. I'm single. I just finished a huge, freaking massive billion dollar tour. $2.2 billion to be exact. And I'm on the top of the world. I feel great. I'm finally starting to feel like myself again. And I just want to test this out. Might as well give it a shot. Could end up being absolutely amazing. Could end up being maybe not for me, but I'm willing to give it a try. This guy's obviously making attempts. Seems cute. Seems fun. Seems nice. Might as well just go for it. And I think that's totally okay. I can put myself in her shoes and totally understand where she might be coming from. Again, this is all my opinion. This is just an assumption. And honestly, from her vibe, this is just like in her energy and how she looks so happy and just like she was carefree and having fun. That made me think that this is probably the case, right? Honestly, in almost every like paparazzi photo or you know, video that I, that we see of her, I don't really get much emotion from her. Not every time, but we don't really get much emotion from her. And when, when she's dating someone, we really don't see like the stages as much, or we haven't in a while. We usually just like, okay, she's dating this person. She's seen out with them. Like they're dating and it's like a thing, albeit short or long. We see it when it's a thing, I think. And so I, this is like the first time we've seen her at the beginning stages and it's really fun. And it just makes me feel like she's feeling a little bit more carefree. She's, you know, almost in her mid thirties. I think she's just like, you know what? YOLO. Like I am too like exhausted of just caring what people think, trying to be so private, tiptoeing around. I, I just think she was like riding the high of starting to feel like herself again, being done or having a break from the tour, knowing that this guy's made multiple attempts to get to her. And I think she was just going for it and having fun. And it's, you know, whatever, no harm, no foul. So I posted that video saying that 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 was my opinion. I think she's just having fun. I don't know if this will be a long-term thing. Obviously, it'd be great if it was, but I just, I don't know. And I, when I tell you that I got ripped to shreds for saying that, it's craziness. Like people were mad and I'm just sitting here on the other end of the screen, just laughing my ass off. Someone says, you're her cousin. Wow. So cool how supportive you are. Not. Slander is my first thought. Jealousy is my second. What a crappy thing to say. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know what I said that was so bad. And clearly you guys can't understand sarcasm. It's actually shocking to me. There's 830 comments and over half a million views. And like the common sense on people, it's, it's shocking. Everyone's like, 
I would never say this if I was her cousin. Don't speak about your family. You're just clout chasing. You're just jealous. I'm like, honestly, jealousy never crossed my mind because it's like she's so far-fetched and so far ahead of me that like I'm just, yeah, of course I would love to have what she has, but it's like so above my head that I'm just like, that's not even crossing my mind. It was obviously just, you know, kind of a sarcastic video, but it was really funny. And now that I'm looking through these comments, a lot of them are actually pretty nice, but I got like a, ma- a mass amount of followers for me. And I was like, oh God, I really hope these aren't like hate Swifty follows. But ever since then, people have just been like commenting about <laughs> being mad at me basically for saying I was her cousin. Or then I posted one video and people were like, we're not mad. It's just annoying. The clout chasing is and then like eye roll emoji. So that's what's been up with my life. Um, the internet's just being mad at me for being Taylor Swift's cousin. So now I started really going even further with the bit and saying that I was Miranda Cosgrove's cousin. I also just recorded a video being David Beckham's cousin. So now I'm coining myself as the internet's cousin because we're all related in the end after all, right? It definitely feels a little weird claiming to be everyone's cousin and um, like talking about people's personal lives, but like I am a pop culture obsessed person and like this is what I'd be talking about behind closed doors so now I get to talk about it in public and be everyone's cousin and I love that for me because I've always been really proud of my cousins growing up because I was an only child so like all I ever had to talk about was my cousins and like how obsessed I was with them and like the stories of me and my cousins and them like you know doing like torturing me locking me in closets calling me names and the fights we would get into, but also like the fun times and like the dances we would make up and the skits that we would make up and all of this fun stuff. We have great memories together. And so that's what I would tell my friends about since I didn't have siblings and I was really sad about that as a kid. So now I'm everyone's cousin and it just makes me feel like I have the best, biggest community. So that's the 411 there. I know I said that this episode would be an interview. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but I had to give the people an update because one or two episodes ago, I said to the pod that I posted a video and I was like, oh God, the people are either going to be really mad and eat, or they're going to eat this up in a good way. They're going to eat me up one way or another, and it's either going to be really good or really bad, or it was going to be a miss, but definitely wasn't a miss. People went ham. And I literally think I recorded that either like the same day or the next day or whatever that I, it must've been the same day that I recorded the video. So I had to drop in and give you guys a little update. So from now on, you will know me (laughs) as Taylor Swift's cousin and the internet's cousin, because like I said, we're all related after all. So if you want to follow along with all of the craziness and the pop culture information, opinions, ins and outs, pop culture favorites, pop culture news, my life, then follow me on TikTok at Delaney M. Swift and join in on the fun. Join in on the family. It'll be a really fun time. It's crazy because during this, I was, I had like such a crazy couple of weeks. I went to Colorado to visit my friend Erica and her husband Dieter and my college friend Danny became friends with Erica through 
like living in Columbus because a lot of people from high school and college moved to Columbus after college graduation. I don't know what it is about recording a podcast that just like makes me want to like need to burp every two seconds. It's really annoying. So sorry if I just belt one out. My apologies. Excuse me. So we were in Colorado. I flew into Denver on a Thursday. And then we spent the day in Denver. Danny and I waited for Erica to get off of work. And then um, she lives in Boulder. So we were in like Boulder the rest of the time, basically. We did some hikes. We went to Rocky Mountain National Park one day, hung out in Boulder. It's so freaking cute. Honestly, I would move there. Like I just love nature. It is so good for the soul. And then straight from there, I flew to California for work and was there for like six days. So that was draining. It was great, but also draining because it was just like go, go, go 24-7 nonstop. Then I flew back on Friday, got in like after 6 p.m., had to pick up my dog, had to pick up dinner. Daniel got back at the same time. He was out of town. So I was exhausted. I barely did anything this past weekend. I literally woke up at 7 a.m. the next morning on Saturday morning, was so exhausted. I forced myself to go back to sleep. I woke up at 9.45. Then I pretty much laid on the couch until like after 12 p.m. Then Daniel had some friends over to do the ice bath and sauna. So I just like laid on the couch, hung out with um, our friend, our friend Lisa, who is Daniel's friend's fiance. And it was great. We just chilled on the couch. We watched Gilmore Girls, basically did nothing else besides sauna, ice bath, laundry, unpack. And then was like, literally sedentary all day long. Is that a word? Sedentary? Like, I mean, I was like, like horizontal all day long. Then Sunday actually got stuff done. Got like cleaning done, laundry, literally cleaned the whole house because it was disgusting. When I tell you the state that this man left this house in, Daniel left the day after me and it was a mess when I got back. I was like, are you kidding me? Men. So this past couple of weeks has been just a whirlwind in general, but I just wanted to end this by saying normalize being lazy and giving your body rest because even when I was on the couch this weekend, I was thinking to myself, like you could get up and do laundry. You could get up and unpack. You could do this. You could order groceries. You have so many things you could be doing. And like, we don't really feel that way. I feel like when we're on vacation or out of town, because we're not in our home environment, but like when I'm in my home environment, I feel like I need to be doing things that are productive, getting things done on my to-do list. I can like visually see what needs to be done and it irks me. So then I'm like, I should get up and do this. And honestly, a lot of times I feel like I need to earn my rest. And I hate that mindset of like feeling like I need to earn just laying on the couch all day, earn watching TV, earn just scrolling and just not doing anything productive but because every single day I won't wind down until like later in the evening after all of my tasks are done and that's just such yeah of course that needs to happen a lot of the time for me to accomplish anything or get anything done that I need to like actually do in my to-do list but you are allowed to rest when you need rest and like in this instance I really needed rest I was in three different time zones in a week and three different type of climates. I was working, I was going nonstop. I was probably not eating the most nutritional food. I was drinking and I had given up alcohol for a month. And it's not like I was drinking a lot. Like I probably had like max two or three beverages in a day. And like, I wasn't drinking every single day, but pretty much. And 
yeah, that just like, I, it wiped me out. I was very tired and I definitely needed the rest. And there was no sense in me making myself feel guilty for that because our bodies need the rest sometimes to rejuvenate. I haven't worked out in like probably almost two weeks. So I have some workout class get, classes scheduled and I'm just doing like hot mat Pilates and I'm so excited. Like my body is craving that to just like, oh, to just sweat it out, move slowly, like stretch, but still get a workout in. Like it just sounds incredible to me. So normalize resting and doing what you need and giving your body what you need and make yourself feel like the main character that you are. Like do what you need to do for your freaking self. And also here's another update. And I hope that this is similar wherever you are in the world. Currently, Florida is chilly. And I was really craving fall. After Florida, after being in the mountains for a little bit with Daniel before I started my new job, which was like in end of August, beginning of September, it was perfect weather in like Georgia, North Carolina, amazing. And then going to Colorado and then being in California where obviously it's not like, you know, frigid fall temps, but it was definitely a little bit chillier than I'm used to in Florida. Then I came back and all of a sudden it's chilly. Like, and when I say that it's like in the seventies, but like mid, like low to mid seventies. And it's even been like in the sixties in the morning and the evenings. And it is delightful. Like I've been lighting all of the fall candles, but keeping the lighting low, I've been leaning into like eating soups and chilies and like warm fall meals. And I really need to do more fall activities because I have so much going on this month that I feel like I'm going to waste the whole month away. So I need to just like watch Practical Magic, watch Hocus Pocus, Halloween Town, all of the fall things before it's too late because it's going to fly the hell by. I have so much going on and I just want to soak up all the fall vibes. I know that it's going to keep going obviously after October, but I just love Halloween and like the Halloween movies then I'm just pumped for like November and December and the holidays. And I just, I love the holidays. They're so cozy. And especially in Florida, it's nice because it's not like overly cold. Your hands and your feet and your legs and your all of your body isn't like dry and chapped and your hair doesn't get staticky. It's so nice. Like I've just been, I've never craved fall and winter this much before. And I am like trying to romanticize every freaking bit of it. And you know what else? And this is a piece of advice that everyone could take. Don't feel like you need to buy every single fall decoration, every single fall trend, every like lean, you don't need to, you can still lean in so hard to fall without feeling like you need to like go balls to the wall with like new clothes, new decorations, make your Pinterest board your life, but you don't feel like, don't feel like you need to go and buy every new fucking thing that you see that's fall themed just not I mean unless that brings you joy and like you want to do it you have endless budget go for it but like you can enjoy all of the simplicities of fall in a very wholesome way without spending all your money at home goods okay so let it be known to rest to enjoy the fall season and just slow down this is the time for slowing down and enjoying be slow be intentional be yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel this, I feel all of this motivated, motivated, creative, and 
yeah, creative and motivated, like motivated energy. I don't know what it is, but I'm like no longer feeling like I need to rush everything and I can actually slow down and enjoy the process. And that is such a wonderful feeling. So if I can bestow upon you anything today, it is that just slow down, enjoy every bit of the process, like enjoy where you are right now and you'll be able to enjoy even more what's coming because you're enjoying every step of the process. Like what's the point if you don't enjoy the process? You know what I mean? I know I say this all the time, but slow down, enjoy the process, enjoy all of the seasons. There's so many amazing things to come with all of the holidays and the the seasons. Rest when you need to rest. This is a time for slowing down, but stay intentional, stay focused. And I'm Taylor Swift's cousin, so don't forget. (laughs) I'm the internet's cousin. And follow me on TikTok if you want more updates. All right, this was a mini episode. I needed to give you that update because I could not leave you hanging. But we've got some fun episodes coming up for you and going to be a mixture of conversations with friends um, and interviews, some solo ups. Let me know if there's anything you want me to hear from me and have an amazing, amazing week. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If you are loving the podcast, please, please leave a rating and review and tell others what you're loving about the show. It really helps grow the podcast and helps me create more content for you. If you have suggestions for the pod or questions you'd like me to answer, you can always email staroftheshowpod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next Wednesday.